We don't need a name. We're a team. Your, your name is Team. You're on a tight leash too, bro. Wayne Haskins. Mr. Glass, Carson Wentz, and his offense. Prime time. Damn. Yeah, I love your optimism. I had to get a tall boy for the event. The New York football giants. Deep sleep. Deep, bro. Al Michaels is showing up to work. Nate Solder, get your ass in the building. <laughs> Dude, you should see B. Wills' face right now. He's so giddy. Appreciate being a part of this show, guys. Yes, sir. That was as great as I thought it could be. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the season four premiere of the NFC East Feast. George, can you believe this is already our fourth season? We are about to begin of the NFC East Feast. Season four, so much has happened in four seasons. Just such a pleasure to be here with you, uh, John. We got Luds. You know, I, I'm just... What am I going to say, bro? It's the year. It's it's the year of optimism for all teams in the feast. And I just can't wait to get things started and just really looking forward to future pods. And, and I'm just I'm ready to go, man. Well, you alluded Dude. to it, John. Uh, some, something we picked up um, in this three years we've been doing it uh, is some new talent. And that is you, Mr. Warman. Uh, we're so happy to have you, man. Um, and I know that you're very excited for the season uh, that's about to kick off here in about 20 minutes. Super pumped, man. Season four of the feast, all four of us on, four solid teams in the division. What more can you ask for? I love it. Well, well, let's kick this season off. We're going to start off in the one o'clock window. And uh, George, I want to start with you because I know this is a game that you will be live in attendance as the Washington Commanders host the lowly Arizona Cardinals. Wait, that's that's news to me. George, when when was it announced you were going to be in attendance? Yes, man, I'm there. I'm there at opening day. 65 plus thousand people expected. It's going to be standing room only. And that's not the Dan Snyder standing room only rumor. <laughs> that's a real thing. So, yes, I'm seats gonna... removed. Yeah. Standing room only. <laughs> yes, there will be no tablecloths on top of seats. This will be the, the stadium will be jumping. You know, I, I I'm really looking forward to being there and, and feeling that energy from, you know, old fans, new fans, you know, I, I just can't say enough how excited I am. My, my wife will be there. Uh, my sister will be there. Her friends will be there. So we're going to go in deep, man. FedEx is going to be jumping. Uh, but in terms of this game, you know, we've heard a lot about Arizona and how bad they're going to be, right? There's no expectation there for them to do much at all. Um, you know, a lot of people are saying that this is going to be a winless season. And I don't, I don't see that happening, man. I, I really think that Arizona's defense is fairly strong. You know, Jonathan Gannon, I don't want to say the guy has autism or anything like that, but uh, <laughs> I, it's, uh, it, it, he doesn't seem to be motivated. <laughs> He doesn't seem to be motivating his players uh, very well, but these are just funny clips that are, are tossed around and that everyone has seen. I think the guy's a good coach. 
You know, I, I think he I think Josh Dobbs is a good quarterback. I don't know if you remember, John, but seeing Josh Dobbs in preseason kind of ran all over us yeah. um, because and, and broke contained several times. Um, well, I guess I, I want to talk about this game a little bit more extensively, B, if that's OK. I'm going to yeah. ask John this. Is, is he concerned at all about the Arizona's defense? You could, I, if there's anything to be concerned about, I think it is their defense. Um, I think that's going to be the better matchup, um, you know, them against us. Um, either that or I've just drank way too much Eric Bieniemy Kool-Aid and I'm just like super <laughs> high on our offense. Um, but no, I, I think that is the matchup that we're going to have to pay attention to because um, in the past, George, you know that our biggest struggle has been scoring points, right? So like, if Arizona is going to take advantage anywhere in this game, it's going to be trying to keep it a low scoring. 100%. And, and I think that they're going to try to establish the run game at Arizona just to slow the clock down a little bit and, and really take ups. Because you know at the end of the day, our edge rushers are going to run upfield. And, and that's also an issue to our fault if we are running upfield and we break and they break contain Josh Dobbs can take it 80 yards I mean the mm -hmm. guy can move so I am concerned and I was telling B Wills earlier about this is that we need to you know stay in our lane right we can't break contain we can't run upfield we kind of have to trench down you know our, I, I think we're going to get ton of pressure in the A and B gap there so I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing John Allen Duran Payne and I think that's going to win this game for us but yeah we, we got to be we got to play fundamentally sound defense we can't get too hyped in this game because it's going to have a lot of energy out there we just got to we got to stick in our you know stick in our zones play within ourselves and just stay composed on defense and i think the offense will will put up put up points i think sam howell will do his thing i think our running game will do his thing i i, I was concerned about offensive line play but the more i see it the more i hear about our offensive line i think we're a c plus b minus offensive line and i think as long as we stay healthy we should be pretty pretty okay in this game um are, are we giving out scores here b yet or, or are we going to wait to the end for that Oh, I mean, we're going game by game. So if you want to give your yeah. score for this one right now, um, I will say that you guys are a seven-point favorite. That is the second largest spread in the NFL, right behind Baltimore being favored by 10 against the Texans. So Vegas is on you guys big. So, George, what what's your score in the Commander's home opener? So I'm going to actually – the under-over on this game is 38. By, by, I believe it's 38. 38 or 39. Um, and I'm actually going to take the under here. I think this game is, is, is going to be, you know, I think Washington takes it. But I also think, again, Arizona's defense is sound. Sam Howell is a rookie quarterback. There's going to be some nerves there. I think that the first half, maybe we even like, uh-oh, what's going on here? But then the second half, I think we come out. I think we do our thing. I'm going to take this one 21 to 14. Okay, so bear, you got to push. Yeah, sorry, push. There you go. Okay, yeah. well, George, but, to dive into this game uh, from an outsider's perspective real quick, um, you alluded to the energy, and I think it's awesome that you guys were able to sell out the stadium. I know that, you know, to open up the, you know, the Josh Harris and the Magic Johnson era with all that energy is going to be awesome. And George, what I'm sensing from you is something I normally don't get about the Washington franchise. That's humility. I like how you, you know, you, you're pumping the brakes a little bit. I know you want, don't want to get too excited. I'm going to do that for you. The Arizona Cardinals are a dumpster fire. They are a surefire number one pick. I don't know if you've already seen uh, Caleb Williams, the USC quarterback. His dad is already talking about how 
they might stay an extra year in college to avoid playing for certain franchises. He's talking about Arizona. Jonathan Gannon, their head coach, who was a great defensive coordinator from the NFC East in Philadelphia, he asked his, his locker room, who rode the bus today? Who rode in a car? Who, are you fired up in your bellies? Like, and the the faces around this room. This guy, this, this guy could not inspire a pee wee football team. This is going to be a mess. Now, with all due respect to Buda Baker, um, Pro Bowler on that defense, I know Arizona's defense is going to come to play. But I mean, pretty much, if you just stack the box and stop James Conner, which I think you guys are perp- perfectly capable of doing, you just can't let Hollywood Brown beat you deep. And I don't think Arizona really has a chance. I think you've given them fourteen points. That's pretty accurate to me, but the Washington um, Commanders are going to score some points in this game. Yeah, Terry McLaurin's yeah. banged up with the turf toe, but he's been practicing, so I expect him to be active and healthy. Uh, but look out for uh, J. Ludd's boy, Jahan the Don Dotson. I know a couple of us here um, on the podcast have him in our fantasy lineups for week one. So for my fantasies guys out there, if you're like me and you drafted Cooper Cup in the first round like an idiot um, and you're looking for a replacement, if Jahan Dotson's on your bench, get that guy into your lineup. He's going to get 10 targets. Sam Howell's going to be looking for him. And that Washington, th- th- this Washington Commander's running game um, with uh, Anthony Gibson and Brian Robinson, I-, I think those guys combined for 150 yards. I think the command provide this sellout crowd with some excitement i got the commanders 27 to 14 running away how about you john (laughs) dang with the over yes sir i am a little bit nervous uh, on the line because that is a big line for a team that has had low scoring games in the past two years um it makes me think it makes me a little nervous that vegas is pushing to get to get heavy money on the over because they want to pad the under um, but that's neither here nor there right now because, as you guys mentioned, there's a ton of positive energy around the franchise. I love, and I mentioned it before in one of our in one of our uh, off-season pods. I love that the NFL granted us with a, a home game to start because yeah. this fan base has been dying for this feeling for so long. Uh, listening to uh, a show on the ride home, listening to uh, Eric Bieniemy, the recording of his Week One press conference. I know George, you were super fired up on him in the off season, but this this last kind of uh, summation of the off season, we're here in Week One. He talked a lot about how they prepared this off season, um, and and they are exactly where they want to be with that preparation. He was notably difficult and notably hard on these players. Um, and, and I think he's put them in a position to kind of tie into what Brian said to play with their heads on fire, but to also play smart and play with humility. So I, I do think there's going to be energy that none of these players in the, have ever seen at, at the DC's uh, home stadium. So I'm super fired up about that, but I do think that we are going to play concise, smart football. Um, I, I, they sound incredibly encouraged with what they've seen in Sam Howell. I am excited for him, and I think he's going to be slinging the rock. And the reason being, as Brian mentioned, we have a steady uh, kind of one-two punch in the run game um, that I think is going to help lead the way to kind of open up the enemy offense for us. So I'd like to see us lean heavy on the run up front um, to kind of you know open up the field because you've got wide receivers, as you mentioned, like Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson is just literally open all the time. I don't yes. know how, but it's crazy. And then obviously we have our stellar defense um, that I think the only thing I'm nervous about is 
and George, you know this watching uh, year in and year out, the last few years, running quarterbacks, mobile quarterbacks yeah. have given us some difficulty. I'm con- okay. so yeah, I'm concerned. It, there, there is a dude, the Daniel Jones factor where we make Daniel Jones look like a freaking stud quarterback every freaking season. So I do hope that again, the defense, you know, or the offense, I should say, and the enemy rubs off on the defense. They can play smart heads up football. Don't over pursue play with your head on fire, but stay in your lane. As you mentioned, George, big day for Jamin Davis, man. Big day for Jamin Davis. Oh my gosh, man. I'm just really, really pumped, man. I think we have a tremendous roster here and I think we have a really good team in the making. And this is such a great game for us to get going. Um, So yeah, I'm taking Washington 28, 20. Give me the okay. Barely, (laughs) barely covering. All right. um, And any final thoughts from my commanders fans in this game? New era, baby. New era, man. So, so freaking pumped. And George, I'm so damn jealous to find out you're going to be at this game. Yes. And so the energy there is going to be insane. So I'm, I just, it might bring a tear to my bro. I kid you not. You know what I mean? Like it's, I'm dead serious, dude. Like I. We never thought that this day would come. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's going to be, I think it's really going to be emotional. So I'm looking forward to You got to let me know if, if the commanders fans let out a nice Sam. If he, th- if he throws a couple touchdown passes, <laughs> I like, I like the, I like the, I think Luds will like this is let Sam cook. Oh, I like that. I do love me some like Sam that. cook. <laughs> well, George, you do have to do, um, please do me and the podcast a favor, sign on to the East feast Instagram and, uh, and get us some behind the scenes footage uh, of the game. Yeah, I'll do a lot. Please do. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Um, well, let's move on to the four o'clock window. And the Philadelphia Eagles are traveling to New England to visit Bill Belichick and the Patriots. The Eagles are four-point road favorites in this game. So that, you know, I'm sure the Patriots are going to be fired up because, um, you know, a dog always likes to fight in his own backyard. Uh, but I just think the Eagles are a superior roster on offense, defense, and special teams. I'll give, I guess, a slight coaching advantage to Bill Belichick because I, I respect and appreciate what he's done um, throughout the consummation of his career. But Dick Sirianni is going to be working without his coordinators. As much as I wanted to make fun of Jonathan Gannon in the previous segment about his head coaching skills, I do think that he is a hell of a defensive coordinator. And that they are going to sorely miss him on that side of the ball. And, of course, the Eagles' offensive coordinator last year was Shane Steichen, who's now working with Anthony Richardson as the Indianapolis Colts head coach. So we'll see how Steichen does um, and what he learned from Coach Sirianni. Um, But this is going to be a big adjustment for Jalen Hurts. He's going to have a new head, um, uh, excuse me, a new voice coming in his headset. Uh, But I think Jalen's going to be just fine. You guys know how big of a fan I am uh, of that kid on and off the football field. And although they lost their coordinators, they have a slew of talent coming back. I think the Patriots' defense is probably their strength. I know Matthew Judon is one of the better linebackers in the league. So I do think New England's defense comes to play. Maybe holds Philadelphia in check a little bit. However, I just do not see Mac Jones in that Patriots offense um, able to to really do a whole lot. I know they they signed uh, like Juju Smith-Schuster in the offseason. They have a kid, um, Tyquan uh, Underwood, um, who who, came, who they drafted last year. But other than that, um, I, I just don't see a, a whole lot of spark from this Patriots. So so I expect the Eagles to get the win. I'll save uh, my score for the end. Um, but, John, how are, how are you feeling here about Patriots and Eagles? 
Yeah, this one's a little funky. You, As you were just kind of talking about it, and you mentioned the spread, I heard, okay, minus four, probably going to be a low-scoring game, I would assume. But then I just looked, and the over-under is 45. Uh, I would think, look, yeah, I would think looking at this matchup, they would be getting close to what Washington's getting against Arizona. I think the, the, the talent on those rosters is that significant. But that over-underscore tells me that they think this is going to be a little bit more of a shootout. And I completely forgot until you were speaking about it, but uh, they've got a new offensive coordinator, right? They've got Bill uh, um, drawn a blank. Who is their, who is their offensive the, coordinator? He was the OC at uh, Alabama. He was the uh, head coach of the Houston Texans for a little while. What's his name? Brian. Brian. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I got Brian, Bill, Brian Johnson here as the Eagles offensive coordinator. No, I'm talking about the Patriots. Bill oh, O'Brien. I'm back. sorry. Bill O'Brien's back yes. to the Patriots. Yeah, sorry. You are so you are correct. That that makes me think maybe they think there's going to be a little bit more steam under uh, under Mac Jones's sales this year. Maybe they you know they're expecting a little bit something out of the Patriots. Um, again, very interesting to me. That seems like kind of a higher scoring game that I would anticipate. Maybe the Eagles don't get as much of a nod in the points category because they are going up to uh, the Patriots. Um, but I still, to your point, B, the Eagles are just a better roster, right? We've talked about it all offseason. We talked about it all last year. They just have stud talent, and I think that wins out even when you're playing on the road against a team that really struggled last year to find their identity in the New England Patriots. So um, it should get interesting, um, but I think uh, I'm going to take Philly to win uh, comfortably and uh, by the spread 24-17. I like that. George, before you dive in, I wanted to correct myself. I called him Taekwon Underwood for some reason. The young man, um, he was drafted left year, uh, last year out of Rutgers. His name, his name is Taekwon Thornton. He's a speedster, a 4-3 kid. Mm. So watch for him to possibly get behind um, Darius Big Play, say, Big Play Slay or James Bradbury for Ooh. a big touchdown. And actually, somebody else you just reminded me of, Brian, is they have uh, Keyshawn Butte, which a lot of people were saying, sleeper fantasy pick. I don't even think L- he was drafted. He, he, in he's a receiver of out of LSU. LSU, yeah. A lot of people were saying he was underutilized there in his senior season because he was he was a really big part of that Ed Orgeron championship team. Um, yes, so, good call. Forgot about him. He's with the Patriots. George, Sorry, what are your thoughts? George. Yeah, man, I this game is tough for me, right? Mike Sirianni versus... Bill Belichick, um, you know, on paper it looks good for for the Pats as far as the coaching goes. I mean, the Eagles have lost, you know, both their coordinators. So, you know, they got that going for them. But you talk about the front seven of the Eagles, man. You talk about the yeah. linebacker, linebacker depth. You talk about the A and B gaps. I mean, you got Jordan Davis, who's one of my favorite tackles in the league. Josh Sweat, Hassan Reddick, who's a borderline, could have been MVP last year. Nakobe Dean, we don't, what are we going to get out of him? Um, you know, the DBs obviously strong with veterans like James Bradbury and, you know, big, big play Slay, obviously, there as well. You know, I think Fletcher Cox is like 64 years old, so I'm not worried too much about him. Um, don't forget about J- Jalen Rager, the kid they drafted in the first round out of Georgia. Yes, another guy, Jalen Rager. So, yeah, they got the guys up front i'm jalen carter jalen rager he's calm bro (laughs) jesus christ damn i I apologize my goodness apologize to Um, jalen carter god sorry kid exactly hope you don't end up like jalen rager Uh, (laughs) oh 
first round bust for sure. Um, but no, but you got to look at the Pats though. You got to look at their linebacker core. Matthew Judon is no joke, bro. Yeah, stud. That's my red God. sleeves, bro. No, yes. I Luds is looking at me like, bro, come on. Um, no, I, but I, again, I think it comes down to Mac Jones being able to get to his second read. Okay. I think that they're not going to be able to throw the ball downfield that like they would like to. I think that I'm sure Bill has, you know, looked into extra protection for Mac, but he's not a mobile guy, man. And, you know, the, these guys are going to get off his spot. And, you know, guys like Hassan that's going to be coming on his right side as a right-handed quarterback, right. it's going to be tough for him to get the ball out. So if they're, they're going to come with blitzes, they're going to come as fast as they can. And I'm, I'm curious. I know Bill's ready. I know Bill's ready that he knows what's going to come. So I'm curious to see in that first half what they're going to do to contain that, whether it's extra help or just really quick passes. It's going to be a slow start for New England. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a coaching uh, – duel because at the end of the day the eagles have just better players than new england yes um so i'm gonna give this one a closer game than than most probably i like that it's in new england i like that it's the first game of the year a lot of the guys from the eagles didn't play preseason i don't know how you know how ready they are to go so i like the four on this i'm actually if i had to i'd give them the lock of the week in the feast the plus four to new england um, I don't think that Vegas is just laying this four just because. I think they know what's going on. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say 21 to 24 Eagles. Okay. Like you like the like Eagles it. with maybe a, a late field goal by Jake Elliott there? Mm. I think it's actually – it might be a little bit of a comeback. I think that the, the Eagles might stomp them the first half. Okay, and the Patriots with a, with a late yeah, comeback? Yeah, I, yeah. It just concerns me like – like Patriot games. That's what's going on in New England right now. Yeah. Like what did they, they, they very strangely cut Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham, both of their backup quarterbacks and put them on the waiver wire. Now they were lucky enough to get both those guys back on the practice squad, but for about 48 hours, the Patriots had one quarterback and anyone in the NFL could have claimed their backups. Like what? I don't, I don't know. Like, like I said before, with all due respect to Bill Belichick and what he's done in his hall of fame career, I kind of think if it wasn't for him um, inching closer and closer to Don Shula on the all-time wins list, Belichick might be in the hot seat. Um, yeah. But, and they but haven't even, on the, they have, I'm surprised they haven't picked up Colt McCoy, bro. Come on, he's still out oh there. Oh, my God. <laughs> kind of makes sense. <laughs> but to go back to the X's and O's on the field, um, I haven't talked about my favorite part about the Philadelphia Eagles, and that that is um, skinny Batman and swole Batman, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. The, the, the best pair of receivers, with all due respect to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell down there in South Beach, the Patriots, remember, traded Stephon Gilmore to my Dallas Cowboys, something we'll talk about very soon. I couldn't even name you the starting cornerbacks right now for the Patriots. I think they're going to have a really hard time keeping up with the skill positions of Philadelphia. Look out for maybe Dallas Goddard to have a big game. And then let's talk about the slew of running backs they're going to put at you. I don't, if, if if, if I'm a fantasy guy out there, stay away from the Eagles' backfield. I don't know how they're going to divvy up these carries. They got DeAndre Swift, Kenneth Gainwell, Rashad Penny, and Boston Scott. I mean, if each of those guys just get five or six carries, they're not, and nine of the, another of them are going to be sustainable to give you maybe even 10 fantasy points as a flex. So I would stay away from the Eagles' backfield until we see how these carries are divvied out. But as far as a real-life um, football perspective, that is a lot of healthy bodies coming at you. I think Philadelphia reasserts their dominance and reminds us all why they were a 
play away from possibly beating Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Fly, Eagles, fly. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I got um, 28-20. to 20. Eagles cover the spread in this one. I like it. Nice. I like it. Put some respect yeah. on Christian Gonzalez's name, though, bro. Come on. Okay, first-round pick out of Oregon. You are correct. I forgot about yeah. him. Good call. I know, yeah. jo- I know John was a big fan of him coming out. Yeah, I'm way happier now with Emmanuel Forbes, but uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. No, so but just to, to wrap it up on the Eagles, I mean, you guys both made really good points about different position groups, and I think there are two position groups that are going to put the Eagles ahead in a lot of games this year, and that's the defensive line and the wide yeah. receiving group, right? If that wide receiving group and Jalen Hurts get off to a fast start, it's going to allow that defensive line, like George said, to pin their ears back because they've got a lead in the game and they're just going to get reckless, and that's a bad combination for any team. Excellent, guys. I think we I think we did a good job um, covering that game there. And like I said, that's going to be 4 o'clock on CBS. Hopefully everyone is able to make it home. Uh, maybe get a little napping before. Sunday night football is going to be all NFC East feast. My Dallas Cowboys are traveling to New York City. Concrete, more, concrete jungle where dreams are made of. We are going to be playing... The Giants, um, and and my my Cowboys are are road favorites minus three and a half going into New York. Very interested to see what Luds has to say about that. Some disrespect sh- being shown to the Giants, um, but my first stat I'm going to start off for you on you guys. Dak Prescott hasn't lost to the New York Giants t- since 2017. That's oh, a long time gosh. ago, guys. That's you know when, when we ago. when the ball when the ball drops here in a few months, it's going to be 2024. So Dak is the daddy of the New York Giants, and I, I just expect that continue to continue. I think we got a classic NFC East game on here. I think at the two-minute warning, both teams are going to have a chance to win this ballgame. I think we got good football. Um, I think America's in for a real treat. My Dallas Cowboys, we have to live life without Ezekiel Elliott. As much as I know we like to make fun of him and his weight issues, um, surprised we didn't mention him as we were talking about the Patriots. Good luck, Zeke, in New England. But this is the this is the era of Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is a feature back. Now I think Tony Pollard obviously had a Pro Bowl season last year. He was a borderline first round pick in everyone's fantasy draft. But Tony, when it's second and three, and they call a halfback dive up the middle, you're going to finally learn that it, it it's real easy to send Zeke in there to pick up those dirty yards. Well, you know yeah. when, when he's getting hammered by um sexy Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams, by the time the fourth quarter rolls around, you know who's who's coming in. The running back that looks like he's out of the middle school? Like, with all due respect to Deuce Vaughn, like, we don't exactly have, like, a, a, a monster in the backfield. Like, I think we're in a little bit of trouble when it comes to the running game. I hope I'm wrong. But one place I know we're not in trouble is the skill positions. As long as Dak Prescott can stay turnover-free, Dak Prescott, I'm talking to you. I know the anti-Daxers are going to be licking their chops, hoping that you throw a turnover so they can say, I told you so. <laughs> But Dak, I need you to play turnover free. You have C.D. Lamb, you have Brandon Cooks. That you, Dak, you haven't had a number two wide receiver of that caliber in quite some time. Now Michael Gallup can play your three. Um, we need some tight ends to step to step up though. Handsome Dalton Schultz is in Houston, so I've got Jake Ferguson, my second year guy. Um, out of Wisconsin, and we've got our second-round pick from Michigan, Luke Schoonmaker, along with Peyton Hendershot. I want one of those guys to step up, score a touchdown. I want to see a Dak loves his safety valve at the tight end position. One of these guys needs to get in the end zone to show Dak that we still have a capable group of tight ends. Something I am concerned with 
is uh, left tackle Tyler Smith and left guard Tyler Smith are both on the injury report. They are questionable. Ooh. If for any reason one or both of those guys miss, that talented lo- defensive line, I already talked about um, Lawrence and Williams. Let's talk about Kayvon Thibodeau, um, a second-year pass rusher who is only going to get better. I think that could be a big problem for my Cowboys. Um, I don't want to bloviate for too long. I'll talk about the other side of the ball and how I think the Cowboys' defense match up. But, George, I want to get some of your thoughts on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, I mean, I think don't the last— Don't though, George, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's an SAT word, Brian. Just dropped on us there. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. I don't want to be fugazi, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I I, I think the – I heard on the pod – I mean, actually, I was talking to Brian earlier. I think the last 12 games, Dallas has won 11 out of the last 12 against the Giants. Wow. uh, Which I think is probably the best out of all the divisions. Um, You know, usually we split with each other, but this one's been pretty dominant on behalf of Dallas. And, you know, I, I think that the Giants, I will say, are probably more excited than the Cowboys about this game. I think the Giants are sneaky. I think they have a great defensive front. I think they have a good back end. I, I like their core receivers, dude. I like, I like, Big base Slate Slayton's not bad, bro. He's getting there. And Paris okay. Campbell taking taking um what's this his face his number? Uh uh no uh Jalen Hyatt took Odell Beckham's Jaylen number. Hyatt took okay. Jalen gotcha. Hyatt number thirty. Yeah, I gotcha. keep forgetting yes. about him. But at the end of the day, I don't know who's gonna match up with Darren Waller, bro. Who's matching Ooh, up with Darren good Waller? Call. Um, not my hopefully, linebackers. Hopefully nobody, because he's on my. Honestly, team, George, so. George, to answer your to answer your question real quick, I would I would say J. Ron Curse, who is an oversized uh, safety who could almost play against yeah. a tight end in a, in a linebacker role. God, yeah. Darren Waller and getting covered by an oversized gentleman is probably not a good idea. Just by just <laughs> just by speed and athleticism alone, Darren Waller might only play six weeks, but he's playing week one and he's going to do baller. something this week. So I, I, I do like Darren. I think this game is tight. I think there's a lot of energy. Where this play is this playing in New York or is it in Dallas? In New York. New York. In New York on the road, minus three and a half. Yes. Man, dude, Daniel Jones might show out a little bit for his hometown. This is a tough one. I'm going to take the boys here, but man, is okay. this going to be a good game. I don't think Dallas's defense is as good as advertised. I really don't. I think oh. they're. I think Ooh. they're a great. I, I'm not saying anything about Micah, of course. None of that. But when you look at the back end, I just don't. We got Stephon Gilmore to pair with Trayvon Diggs. What do you mean, dude? dude Stephon Gilmore's joining Fletcher Cox in the retirement home, bro. Oh, the guy God. Got, you're so disrespectful. The guy got, the guy got beat like he stole something last year, and you're like, oh, oh Stephon, oh. Stephon Gilmore is like from the Super Bowl, bro. He was the best, dude. Can't wait to see him. No, it's not there, dude. <laughs> I'm not saying. Uh, all I'm saying is I got the boys. I got the boys, twenty-seven. To twenty four. If it's three, oh, I'll give him a push. Stole my score. Oh, that was I'll gonna be my push. score too. <laughs> Damn, dude. And I think all of us just to freaking give up the goose. I'm, I'm going with the Cowboys too. Only slightly, obviously. Same thing. Having the Giants cover the spread only because I, I'm a little bit flipped than George. I think it's the the Cowboys offense that I'm worried about. Oh. Um, I don't know how Dak is gonna react to all of this offseason chatter. What's the over-under on Trey Lance starting for the freaking Dallas Cowboys uh-huh. this year? <laughs> Tell me, anti-Daxers. Phone in, let me know. Because, uh, you know, Dak 
has has been given a lot of opportunity here, and there's only so often. I talked about it in the in the Cowboys uh, off season pod. Like at some point, they're going to start pointing fingers, right? And Kellen Moore got the fingers pointed at him. The only place is going to go next if this offense doesn't succeed is probably going to be Dak. So how about that fat fuck Mike McCarthy? <laughs> Oh, not seeing week one, dude? Come on. Sorry, sorry. He gets me fired up. Go ahead, John. I digress. Fired up, dude. But shout out to Costa Costa Kontodiakis because he is actually, I think, in fact, starting Jake Ferguson, one of y'all's tight ends. Let's um, go. Which we know Dak likes to dump off to the tight ends. But if he can't utilize, especially if any of those offensive linemen are not playing and they can't get the run game going, um, or... Like you said, God forbid, Kayvon Thibodeau continues his growth and gets hot. Um, if Dak can't get this passing game going, I really do think it's going to to be a challenge for Dallas to to win this game. Um, however, I do just ultimately believe they're a more talented roster. Um, and and I, as much as I like the Giants and what they've done in the offseason, um, I do think you know they're a grinded-out team. So they're going to give them a hard time. Um, but I just like the Cowboys, and I'm, I'm staying staying with my score, George. You're not making me move. 27-24, Cowboys. I, I like guys. It. That's what I, I like. It. That's what I had written down too. Um, maybe I'll change it to 31-28 or some maybe a few more points. But I I did have um I'm uh, we're gonna bring Luds on here in just a minute. Um, I I do think if I'm a better out there. See if Ludz agrees with me. I think that half point makes it very intriguing to take the Giants as a home dog. But, George, I can't let you off the hook before we bring Ludz in. <laughs> I agree with John. I'm worried about my offense a little bit. But you're you're going to question this. This Dallas Cowboys defense, I'm going to tell you right now, with all due respect to San Francisco and Philadelphia, we will be the best defense, period, in the NFL. Micah Parsons, write it down right now. Defensive player of the year. Now I'm going to talk about the other 10 guys that are going to surround him. We've got Demarcus Tank Lawrence. We've got Neville Gallimore, Ozzy Odigizua, and our first-round pick, Maisie Smith, rotating in at defensive tackle. Then we've got Sam Williams, Dante Fowler coming Look in as the other done, defensive ends. Look what you've done. Come on. Look what you've done. We've got we've got the Wolf. We've got my boy, the Dutchman, Leighton Vander Esch, prowling around at, at middle linebacker. And how disrespectful of you to talk about all pro Stefan Gilmore like that. The guy's like 31 years old, dude. They're not wheeling him out Ancient. there. He's getting Ancient. And if he if he's that old, okay, then he's our number two corner. I think he's our number one corner. I think Trayvon Diggs gambles too much. For me, Trayvon's our number two. Stefan Gilmore's the number one. By the way, we bring back Jordan Lewis off of an Achilles injury. And we also got everybody's favorite name, Duran Bland, who's gonna slide in there. We've got a litany of corners and we've got the oversized safety Aaron Curse to go along with Malik Hooker and Donovan Wilson. We got safeties for days. This de- that was just like 15 people I just named. You could only start 11. This defense has names for days. We the best. <laughs> I'm oh gonna, God, we're going to play Sorry. that clip over Giants highlights. Yes. Oh my gosh, dude. So amazing. So All amazing. right, I will stop foaming out the mouth and everybody i know that you've been waiting these past 33 minutes to hear the man the myth the legend jay luz welcome to the feast my friend appreciate it i'm back baby football back. season let's go, go. Hey, let's go, go, go we're going we're going 500 this year Ludge, you got the over under on five how about this uh, <laughs> i was over i was over 500 slightly uh but you guys know how difficult the east always is you know always um 
guys, let's dive right into it. Game one. Um, you yes, guys sir. talked about Arizona and Washington. Um, let's be honest, guys. I think uh, I think it's the most cupcake matchup in the league this week for Washington. I think the NFL set it up that way. Home game against the worst team in the NFL. Um, I like that Washington ran their offense actually a lot in the preseason. I like seeing how in there, getting a lot of plays, getting comfortable with the offense. I think uh, he looked impressive, man. Sam Howell looked impressive. His arm looked strong, making good decisions, making good throws. I think Eric bieniemy has got this offense on a good pace. Um, Brian Robinson, I think, can take a step forward this season. I know George has him in fantasy this year, hoping for big things. Um, I think they're going to be able to run the ball pretty well. I like Antonio Gibson coming out of the backfield, getting some catches. Um, you know, honestly, I just I, – I like I like what Washington's doing. I, I uh, As an early prediction, I don't think they're going to win the division, but I, I feel like they're going to give a lot of fits this season. Uh, I'm going to have a hard time with a lot of their games this season with some of these spreads because I think they're a team that can pull up some upsets. I think uh, my boy Jahan the Don Dotson does Jahan score this week. Don, uh, great week to get started against Arizona. I think he got, he finds the end zone. I got Washington as a, they are favored minus seven this week. I got them at home 21 to three, boys. I don't see Arizona. I don't see Arizona scoring much at away game Girl. against a tough, tough defense. Yeah, twenty-one to three, Washington minus seven. I got the Commandos in this game. Love it, Let's Philly go. at New England. Dude, you I guys love had that. some some good some good points in this game. I think um, you know to throw, throw, throw some stats at you. Both Philly and New England finished in the top four in takeaways last year. Both teams, I think, need to be able to protect the ball. Um, obviously, I mean, you got two teams in the top four takeaways. New England's defense, number one in fantasy points, guys. I don't know if you knew that. I mean, in that mm, tough division no. against the Bills, um, Miami, I mean, tough scoring teams. Um, to be able to be the number one scoring fantasy off, uh, defense in, in football, uh, pretty impressive. That just shows you Bill Belichick's presence. And, uh, you know, with, with Bill O'Brien, as you guys were kind of – thinking of the guy's name bill o'brien's been with the pats before he's used to bill right. belichick knows how that team runs um i think it helps mac jones this year a bit um but it's just a tough division i don't see the pats finishing over 500 to be honest i mean with how good their defense is and how good how tough that division is uh, i got philly coming out winning this game guys um First week of the season i think philly continues what they did last year i mean we're talking about a super bowl team here um I got the Eagles. I agree with John. John had it at 24-7. I actually have it at 23-7 or 24-17. I actually have it at 23-17. Eagles minus four. Nice. Um, so that's two of the Very NFL nice. uh, East Feast teams winning covering the spread so far this week, boys. Let's get yeah. into this. Um, let's get into this Sunday night game. Prime oh, time. I feel like that was. I feel like that was a dun, little dun, tease. Dun, 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 game of the week. Uh, George kind of <laughs> stole my stole my thunder a little bit. Uh, he. It is true. The Giants have only beat the Cowboys one time since 2017. That's one in eleven record, guys, in the last six seasons. That's atrocious. I like John. Brian Dable. I like Brian Dable. I think he's a great coach. Um, and to comment on B's defense of the defense of the year comment. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. yeah. 
I liked how it's his defense. I do, I do. But you got you got to look at San Fran, dude. They play Arizona twice. They play the Rams twice. And you can't tell me Dallas is going to be better than San Fran's defense. You're the Jets especially defense with that will be better than Dallas defense. Oh my God! Crazy. Come on, man. I like the optimism. I do. But anyway, yeah. So a one and eleven record against the boys, bro. In the last six seasons. I mean, let's get real. The Giants, however, led the NFL last year, guys, against the spread. With a fourteen and five record. Wow, nice. It's wow. impressive. They gritted One out. of those five losses, however, were to the boys, and that was without Prescott under center. Coop. I like Ceedee Lamb. I like Tony Pollard. I like Tony Pollard being the feature back this year. I've been saying it the last two seasons. B knows. I'm not as Zeke was getting old. I Pollard. I kept saying should be the lead back. I think the boys on the road pull it out. I got the Cowboys actually kind of a dominant fashion, 30 to 21, wow. 30 to oh. 21 boys. I think they show out. I still don't like Mike McCarthy. I'm with you guys, uh, but I do got the boys minus three and a half um, with it being the first week. I do not have an upset parlay. I'm going to wait and see no what worries. these teams look like. I think I'm going to start that next week, but yeah, guys, I got, I got Safe the East piece obviously with the giants and Dallas playing each other. I couldn't, couldn't pick against one of them, but I do have the East East going 3-0 this week, fellas. 3-0. All right, to recap, Luds has the Commanders covering, he has the Eagles covering, and he has the Cowboys covering, while George, John, and I all have the Giants with the plus 3.5. Luds is going opposite. How about them Cowboys? Luds, we can't wait to have that fire coming from you all season long. We appreciate you, brother. Um, John, George, any final thoughts on the season four premiere? Oh, man. just uh, I'm just surprised Luds is swallowing everything. You know, just a <laughs> big swallower this week. Swallower, uh, baby. Yeah, man. It's pretty interesting. But, yeah, man, I'm just super stoked about the season starting. How about you, John? What do you think, man? Dude, I'm so pumped, man. Like, every year we go through these same roller coaster of emotions, right? The highest of highs is right now for every team. And it's not only just for our own teams. It's just, like, the fact that we get to get together, we do this pod, you know, week to week, and we have such a freaking good division. It's just like gives me so much energy, so much excitement. And I'm so happy to be doing this with you guys. NFL week one, baby. Let's, Let's go. go. Pre- Let's appreciate, go. Appreciate all the listeners, the you know, the followers over the years. Uh, I know B and George have had some people reach out. And I think George actually had a, one guy wanted to like meet up and get a couple drinks. I think the guy was like out of state. <laughs> Which is really old, cool, man. Old, you know, it's old cool. Commanders uh, fan, huh? Yeah, you know, it's just it's neat. It's neat to have some loyal, you know, fans after four years of doing this, and uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. And hopefully, I can keep bringing these fire picks. Hopefully, I could stay over five hundred. You know, and uh, <laughs> but like I said, it's a tough division. You know, and Lutz, hopefully, Lutz, I, I wish. You, were you over five hundred back to back years now? Yes, yeah. Ludge has okay. always wow. barely, yeah. barely been over five hundred, but every yeah. year over five hundred. Yeah. Um, I, I got Lutz, a. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. I I echo your sentiments. Thank you to all the listeners. This is something that um, during the pandemic, this was George and I's pet project that, you know, in my living room one day, we, we decided to start it. And here we are at season four. Uh, we're about to roll out. Um, uh, I, I know the season has already technically kicked off. We're all excited to go crack open a beer, um, see what's going on um, in that game. And I, I know that, you know, this Sunday – like every other football nerd, we're going to be parked in front of the TV for seven hours of commercial-free <laughs> football. But before then, I hope you guys tuned in the season premiere. But we will be back next week with episode two 
of the NFC East. Great job, boys. Oh, great.